What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, Soul and Body Coach, Keisha Clark. Oh my goodness, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever and whenever you are in this great, big, amazing, incredibly potent world. Hello and welcome to Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark, your host, and we are here on the Inspired Choices Network. That's our home station, and you might actually be enjoying our podcast over multitudes of platforms around the globe. So wherever, whenever, and however you're joining us, joining me for this conversation in particular, I am so grateful. If it's your first time landing on this show, hello, (laughs) welcome, and thanks for stopping by. And if you've been here before and you're actually coming back, oh my goodness, thank you and welcome back. And in whatever case, in either case, in any case, um, just a big, huge thank you to you and a virtual hug from me. And I'm so appreciating you and what you are bringing to this conversation. Whether you're saying words or not, I I do hope you know that you are contributing. So thanks for landing here. Thanks for hanging out for a bit. And thanks for what you bring to the party. Um, and would you be willing to play more with what you bring to the party? Because <laughs> what we play with here on Aligning Divine is having the joy of lining up with your essence and living it every day. So bringing what you brought out to play even more and doing that from the space and the energy and the consciousness of the more of you that is actually around and is possible to play with. Um, I know there's a lot of us on the planet right now, and we are showing up to show ourselves and to actually share with others that something very different is possible with the experiencing of human and it does not have to be a limiting or limited experience. It can actually be quite liberating and a whole lot of fun. So that's part of what I get to do. It's a big part of what I get to play with as a soul and body intuitive and coach. You could also say facilitator because I facilitate uh, actually <laughs> folks to be making that connection with their essence and really getting into the integrating and the expressing of their essence um, to be more in that aligning every day. Um, And I love to put the I-N-G on it because it is an action. (laughs) It is a choice. It's not something we have to physically necessarily do. However, we do, uh, it is required that we choose it. And once we choose it and we start being willing to play with it, it actually can be a whole lot of fun. It can bring a whole lot more joy. And, um, you know, you might be familiar with the word congruence or getting congruence, and it is about that. It's about lining up with the energies that can bring you what you are asking for. And a key piece of that is allowing your energy to be the vibrational attraction for those matching energies to start finding you. So all of that amazingness 
that you bring to this party? What if you played with it more? What if you let it play a little louder in your world? And let it be a beacon for the energies that can actually complement it and expand it and exponentialize it to start showing up for you and to you. Yeah. How much fun could we? I mean, like fun, fun, hello, fun. There's that word. And joy. <laughs> Those are some of my words that I like to play with. Um, what words do you like to play with? And, you know, that's another piece of this, the energy of our words. It's a, it's a thing. And sometimes it's a kind of a big thing. Um, and we don't have to obsess with that. However, what if we could let that be part of the fun of tapping into the essence of us? So living body, self, and soul, all integrating, all dancing together, and just being a wider open channel for that. Oh, gosh. You know, I'm liking that. <laughs> That's something I desire to have more of and play more with. Um, and so if you'd like to do that, if you'd like to be even just seeing what that could be about, come on over. Let's play some more. Dive in with me today because today's conversation um, gets a little different. And uh, it feels like we're kind of ready to, to go here. Um, we are playing with Loving You in the middle of your mess. <laughs> and yes, we are in that month where, you know, for all marketing intents and purposes, there's a whole lot of the word love flying around. Um, and I wanted to play with that in a different way. I am not a big Valentine's Day person. Um, and it has nothing to do with, like, the relationship aspect. It's more about the essence of <laughs> the Valentine's thing. It just doesn't really jive for me. So... I typically lean into question here, and I so that's what I was doing with my show, and I was asking, what else can we play with? What else? What else? What else can we play with, with love and loving? I also like to put I-N-G on the word love. It is a choice. <laughs> it's not a stagnant or um, fixed point <laughs> for me. And so this topic, loving you in the middle of your mess, it presented itself when I was playing with the questions, and... Um, I kind of get, too, that the loving ourself, while it makes for great Hallmark cards and, you know, workshops, we tend to not really get there, uh, by and large. It, we tend to kind of keep it in our brain. And that's fine, you know. Concepts are great. They're very helpful. They have value. And I invite you to... Let this be more than just a concept that you're mentally toying with. So we could easily call this episode <laughs> Loving Yourself in the Middle of Your Shit. <laughs> so let's just call it like it is. It is our shit, right? All the shit we brilliantly create and stir up in our lives, those moments can be some of the most critical moments in our lives. And yet we're not actually taught pretty much anything ever <laughs> throughout our formative, quote-unquote, years to move through them in an empowered or empowering way. So we can practice self-love and tough love and one love and all the love that is typically taught from an energy of resistance. Because do you get that? It's typically taught from resistance. That's typically where we're functioning from. Because when we're talking about self-love 
and we're talking about one love and we're talking about tough love, there's a resistance there. We're going to explore that just a little bit more. So is it any wonder that we would default into resistance rather than loving when we land in the intensity of our messes? Yeah, we're basically taught to resist. So could we please just maybe start with, don't be hard on yourself. This is not a conversation to give you more ways to make yourself wrong for choosing what you've chosen. (laughs) That's not what this is about. Remember, we're about tapping into your essence, not making you wrong. So have you found yourself in a mess? Are you maybe in the middle of a mess right now? Um, I have created a lot of them <laughs> in my lifetime. And I would venture to say I'm, I'm actually going to create some more, most likely. Um, messes are not something that we go without. It's, it's part of the process, right? So what are the messes you've created? And what have you chosen to do with them? And, and how are you choosing to be with them? That's what I want to dive into. So let's go to that resistance piece. How is it about resistance? I'm hearing some of those questions popping in a few people's universes. What do you mean resistance? So this self-love, how can that be resistance, you might be asking or wondering. <laughs> a lot of the self-love conversation that I see and hear going on is it's I, I'm gonna it's sort of like the affirmation thing. I'm gonna say it until I believe it. Now, that's fine. And that works for a lot of people for a lot of different phases of where we might be. And I would love to just invite you well, I would love for you to consider for just a moment, because I'm inviting you to do this. <laughs> um, when you are thinking about self love, when you are implementing a practice of self-love, are you noticing or have you ever noticed that you are doing it as a form of resistance to something else? Mm, Apparently there's a few of us that have done that. (laughs) It's kind of a popular club. okay? And now the value here in this is that it is a way for us to learn something. Okay, And typically, we tend to learn things in the early stages of the learning. There is an element of resistance to a lot of what we learn and a lot of the way we learn, right? So there is a value to have some form of tension, if you will. Do you get that? Now, that applies uh, to a greater extent with regard to some things that we're learning than other things that we're learning. And when it comes to the self-love piece, one, a lot of the self-love is in resistance to don't hate yourself, love yourself. So if you've been trying to do self-love as the resistance of hating yourself or anyone else, um, do you kind of perceive the stickiness of that? Because you're if you're just moving away from self-hatred and you're and you're trying to get to self-love through resisting self-hatred what are you actually creating if what you resist persists what are you actually creating ouch 
was not very nice. I know. And yet, it's mostly what we learn. So if you've done that, I would just invite you to say, oh, look what I did. <laughs> oh, look what I was doing. Hmm. Right? If you have been practicing self-love as a resistance to somebody else hating you, or you think that somebody else hates you, hello, <laughs> what are you creating? If what you resist persists, if you want to play with that, because we know the energy of that is where you put the focus is what is going to expand or get stronger. So if you are resisting something in that implementation of the practice of self-love, what you are resisting is more likely what is going to show up even more. So, you could do some reverse psychology on yourself if you just want to experiment. <laughs> that, could, that could be fun. I don't know. But I'm just going to put that in the mix, right? That's a possibility to play with. And you could do the, uh, in the reverse psychology thing, you could just resist loving you. <laughs> now, here's an interesting little codicil. And it creates a little bit of a wrinkle for a lot of us. And that is, that resisting loving ourselves is usually for a lot of us, at least for some part of our lifetime, it's actually easier to do because we actually line ourselves up with, we line our thoughts up with, we line our thinking and our believing and our, um, our choices up more with that we can't actually love us, that loving us is ridiculous or that somebody else is supposed to do that, right? So that's you, you, you begin to kind of get a sense of this, you know, we put some roadblocks in our way, right? And, and that's just, that's like, even before we get through the door of the whole loving you, right? So you might, you, you, you begin to see how this, gets a little insane for us, okay? Now, the tough love and the one love, how is that resisting? Well, tough love, you're resisting what the person has chosen or you're resisting what you have chosen. And here's the interesting thing with that, <clears throat> in my perspective, is when a lot of us, when we're choosing something, we're we're many times choosing it from resistance. So if you're trying to practice tough love on, your, let's say for you, if you're taking a tough love approach with yourself, maybe you're trying to motivate yourself to work out, right? That's a popular one. And so you're going to practice tough love with yourself, <laughs> which it does make me laugh now. But <laughs> I get it, and I get why um, a lot of people might choose that. So what would you maybe do? You might deprive yourself of certain things, and not let yourself be rewarded with those things until you go to do your workout, right? You might do that. Um, you might uh, put yourself through extremely rigorous kinds of scheduling of workouts. You might hire someone who is more along the lines of a, a drill sergeant to work you out, okay? Uh, 
And so now the interesting thing is you're you're resisting the working out. So you have a resistance to the working out, and this is just for the sake of this example, friends. You're you're in a resistance to the working out. Then you're going to take the tough love approach to resist your resistance of working out. Unfortunately, those don't actually cancel each other out. <laughs> in all cases, you might it might you know sort of haphazardly do that depending on some of your other perspectives or your other uh, investments around health and what your body could do for you. But most of the time, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. So it simply creates a spin cycle, right? And that is just another way we drive ourselves crazy. So if you've done that, maybe just go, huh, look what I did. Interesting. Okay. And now one of our favorite you know, things to say, and it is a great, you know, I mean, I hear Bob Marley in my head, one love, because <laughs> I love Bob Marley amongst other musicians and, and artists. Uh, but the thing about one love, a lot of us are are promoting and uh, affirming and spouting things about one love as a form of resistance to separation. Wow. And if what you resist persists, do you get how if you're resisting separation... You can say one love until your lips blow up. It's not going to change anything. Okay? So, I invite you to just sprinkle this with a bit of kindness, my friends. Kindness for yourself. Loving you. Remember, that's our first two words of today's topic. Loving you. And what is that? So, if we were not coming from resistance, Ooh, what else could then become available to us? Yeah. So really this probably could have been a multi-part conversation. Because <laughs> as we're breaking it down, it's like, huh, the loving you might have been a great topic to start with. And <clears throat> these shows are really like appetizers. And so... Um, my invitation for you in this, with this is if you're stuck with the whole loving you to begin with, then that's another conversation we could have. And of course, that is woven into many of the conversations that I have <laughs> on this show and with my, you know, in my work and in my play. And um, it's, it's kind of a big thing, you know. Loving ourselves, loving us, isn't something we're taught either. And again, mostly because the way we are taught to implement something is typically from the energy of resistance. You learn things because you don't want to be stupid. You learn certain things because you don't want to, you know, you learn to you learn to cook because you don't want to be hungry. <laughs> you learn to clean because you don't want to live in a dirty house. You learn to this. We're learning something because we don't want the opposite of that. Typically, or we don't want what not having that, you know, would create a problem for us. So if you've done it that way, welcome to planet Earth. It's a popular method here. <laughs> and now, what if tapping into, lining up with more of really what is essential, what is the essence of our 
expression and our being, as we're choosing that, what else can we tap into and discover here? So I'm going to let you sit with that for just a moment. <laughs> I'm going to take a breath. I invite you to do that a few times. You know, stretch a little bit, get some oxygen into your body and into your brain, get the blood moving. Let's just kind of invite these energies to permeate those places where we've had resistance, where we've fixed our perspective on a specific something and know that we can now shift our perspective and shatter any of those limitations as we get more into loving you in the middle of your mess. I'm Keisha Clark. This is Aligning Divine on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back and forward to the next segment of Aligning Divine. And today we are playing with loving you in the middle of your mess. So... <laughs> first segment was uh, kind of interesting, did not really, um, had not really looked at that that way, but what was popping was this whole thing about resistance. Um, and I invite you to explore, just sort of suspend your need to be your own critic and explore uh, where you might be functioning from resistance. Because um, the energy we're functioning from is really the primary vibrational frequency, or you could say it's, it's the primary imprint of what is going to be created as we move forward. So, yes, it can be really um, 
much more productive <laughs> to actually get a bit more present, get a bit more conscious with where you're functioning from. And that could also be said about messes. We create messes. <laughs> so let's just acknowledge the obvious for a second here, even maybe more than a second. You know, we create messes, like right? We we get in our shit and we create shit. Now, that's an interesting thing to say because I I notice that there's a charge in, in, around the word shit. Um, some of that I'm aware that I have a little bit of like awkwardness around that word, and so of course I'm using that word because I am I am willing to change the energy around it and the energy from which I am functioning with that. So. Have you created shit in your life, you know, that you didn't really like, that wasn't really fun, that it didn't take you where you wanted to go, or it actually stopped you from getting where you thought you wanted to go, at least where you thought. You might have thought you wanted to go there and found that, no, you didn't really want to go there. Or you may have really wanted to go there, and it was pretty upsetting that you created shit that got in the way of you going there. Now, again... Welcome to the planet Earth playground, my friends. This is a part of our process. So the first thing, once we kind of get a little bit more of our awareness intact around the resistance piece, the the next part of that is, could you maybe just be willing to acknowledge that creating messes, having shit in our lives, is a part of our lives, not for any reason. It's just something that goes in the process and with the process of creation. Sometimes we create magical stuff, right? And sometimes we create shit. Now, again, that could be our perspective. It might not actually be that to someone else, but for us, we, whatever, for whatever reason, you know, we're not happy with it. So we call it shit. Now, it's a little bit, there are some variations of this, I think, or varying degrees, maybe. Um, because a mess could be literally, I have not washed the dishes for three days, <laughs> right? That's a mess. That could be a mess. That qualifies. It could also be, I have uh, been out of a job for six months, I have no idea where my next meal is coming from. I'm two months past due in my rent. They're going to evict me in another 30, if I don't pay in another 30 days. And I just found a lump in my throat, in my lymph nodes. That could be a mess. Uh, a mess could also be um, my car's broken down and I am in a strange part of town and I don't have anybody available to come pick me up and I'm really worried about where I'm at because I've never really been here before and I don't like being here. That could be a mess. A mess could be, wow, I'm X number of years into this job and I fucking hate it. Or a mess could be, wow, I really wanted to be an entrepreneur and I suck at this after four years of trying to start my business. So what if your mess is simply information? I know we're kind of jumping 
it feels like we're jumping over a few of the intermediary points there. I get that. And let's, uh, let's unpack this a little bit. Firstly, would you give yourself permission, at least for the remainder of today's show, today's conversation, would you give yourself permission to have made and maybe make in your future any kind of mess imaginable and not hold it against you? How many demerits have you given yourselves for the messes you've made? What, what is that doing for you? Now, again, I have done this. So I, <laughs> believe me, when I am sharing this with you, as I am sharing with you, I have done these things. I have hated myself for what I've created. And I have hated a number of my creations in my lifetime. Now, I can tell you, that did not move the needle. It created some movement in the respect that I was in my anger or I was in my fear or I was in my worry or I was in my um, resentment. That is, uh, that's, there's movement there. It wasn't quite the movement that I really wanted. Okay? I, I've done that too. And... <clears throat> I have noticed that, one, messes always bring information. And two, messes can change much more quickly when I allow myself to be with them. So firstly, you could say, is this my resistance to something? And what resistance brought this into actualization, right? What resistance is actually where I created this from? Now, you don't have to analyze it. That's not what I'm saying. There's just, there's usually, you're going to get an awareness pretty quickly when you're willing to start playing with this. You'll have an awareness. Oh, <laughs> look what I did, and I must have been really set on not choosing X, Y, or Z. Or I wasn't willing to go to in this direction, and my resistance to that has created some very interesting circumstances that I could also call a mess. <clears throat> So the reasons we create a mess, they really aren't important. The reasons are the reasons are the reasons. It's energy in motion. It's, it's the cocktail we put together. It's the recipe. It's the components coming together in the way they came together to match the energy of where we were in those moments that we were creating this. Now, a lot of times we stick ourselves in those moments that we created the mess from. And how do we do that? We do that by being mad at ourselves about what we created. We do that by being in resistance to what is showing up. We do that by um, letting ourselves take anything that someone else says about our mess personally. We get offended or we get defensive. Well, then we start essentially defending our mess. Why would we want to defend our mess, especially if we don't like being there? 
right? So what is required in those moments is really where we want to go. We want to get to what is required. How do we do that? The first thing, well, we're probably at the third thing. <laughs> the first the first first thing, the resistance. Just acknowledge acknowledge any resistance anywhere you might have it, even if it's not in your cognitive awareness at the moment. Huh, what am I resisting? Look what I created. Huh, okay. Get present with what is going on right in this moment. And usually it's right smack dab in the middle of the mess <laughs> that we have so exhausted ourselves that we finally go, okay, I give up. What the hell? Now, be willing to notice. That's a big piece of this. Notice more than just your mess. What I'm inviting you here to here is be willing to notice what's really going on. Usually, we are really brilliant at distracting ourselves in the mess. We put our focus on the mess. Once it's really shown up to that point that it's obvious and it's becoming more physically, like three-dimensionally in our way, we tend to then shift our focus to the mess. Does that actually put any energy in the direction of changing it? Not really. So the resistance then kind of shifts to, I don't want this mess. I don't want to be in this. Well, if you are resisting the mess, <laughs> what are you creating? Most of the time, that's creating more of the mess. So, just notice. Just notice what is coming up. What is this triggering? And whatever way you are able to put that information somewhere that you don't have to have it in your active brainwave activity 24-7, please do that. So if it's writing it down, if it's recording notes into your phone, um, whatever allows you to just have a little note of what you're noticing, please do that. That is a step that can help you move the needle more dynamically and much faster. And it can help you get to the point of actually getting an awareness or, or getting new information that will support you, help you, empower you to have shift go on or, or shift your perspective, shift the energy actually, it's not just your perspective, shift the energy of the mess. Okay? This is so fascinating because as I'm talking about this, I can feel how we get so all over the place about our mess. Now, all the shame and the embarrassment and the I have to keep it hidden and I can't talk about it and I don't want to talk about it, all the denial, all of the self-loathing, oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> if that's If any of that is swirling in your universe, 
uh, I'm going to ask you, what is, what are you choosing that for? Because if you really want to deny and avoid the information of your creation of a mess, that will be a great way to do it. However, if you truly authentically desire to be out of that mess, to be beyond that mess, you have to let it support you somehow. Now, you might go, what do you mean, let my mess support me? My mess is causing me problems. <laughs> my mess is the problem. And that perspective, while it is one way to look at your mess, that perspective is also a form of resistance. The mess isn't the problem. Or let me put it in a question form. What if the mess isn't the problem? What if this mess is not a problem? Hmm. And yet, what are we taught? I'm, I'm in a mess. That's a problem. I've made a mess. That's a problem. Because I've obviously done something wrong, and that's what created this mess, right? And what if that just does not have to be true. And what if we don't have to look at it as true for us? What if that's just a popular theory? Yeah, thank you, Rhonda. <laughs> My fabulous producer, Sister Goddess, Sister Host, Rhonda Burns. <laughs> she writes in the chat, the problem is never about the problem. Amen. So if we're talking about in the middle of your mess, what if in the middle of your mess, you can be like in the eye of the storm. If you've ever been in the eye of a storm, you know that that is the place that it is so quiet and so still. And in that moment and in that space, you can hear and you can see and you can smell, and you can touch, and you can taste practically everything. It seems as though there's, there's no problem, there's no disruption, there's no upset. What if the middle of your mess is the place where you actually have a great deal of power available to you? And it's just having to show up to you in a very different way because you're asking for something or you've been asking for something that requires you to embrace something new about yourself or different about who you are or in the allness of who you are that you've actually been resisting embracing. What if there's brilliance in your mess. I know. I, I, I can hear a lot of your thoughts. <laughs> that can't be possible. I get how it might look that way. And what if you suspended all of the 
mm, the the critiquing of your mess, right? (laughs) And you actually allowed your mess to speak to you. We were we're going to play a little more with that and about moving beyond that. Yeah, we're going to do that when we get back. So there's a lot going on for some of I can I can perceive there's a lot of movement and that's awesome. And I'm asking you to not stop that. I'm asking you to just go with that, okay? Don't ask it to make sense. Don't ask it to be a linear process because it's not. And that's another way we trip ourselves up when we're in the middle of our messes. (laughs) So what would actually get us through this and allow us to navigate these energies differently or from a totally different space in a totally different way than we might have even considered? That is where I want to go. When we return from this break, you are listening to Aligning Divine. We are here on the Inspired Choices Network and many other platforms all around the globe or all around the virtual globe. (laughs) And we'll be back in just a moment. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. Welcome back and forward to the next segment of Aligning Divine. We are playing with some powerful information, energy moving, creation, all of those things with our topic today of loving you in the middle of your mess. And we were kind of right in the middle of some mess, messness in the previous segment. Um, Really looking at what is it that we can choose, do, be, have, um, focus on to actually navigate our messes. So um, one of the things that came up a little earlier was, what if in the middle of your mess, that is actually where you have a great deal of power available to you? And over the break, one of the statements that popped for me was, the intensity of your mess or your messes, I mean, we don't just create one, right? We're pretty awesome about that. What if the intensity of your mess is equal to the potency that is asking to be brought forward? Just just be with that for a second. See, the energy has to show up. Energy has to move. 
it doesn't have any preference or point of view about how it moves. So the potency of you as a creator, which is part of what you came here to play with, my friend, the potency of you as a creator, that energy, that potency, it has to move. So you can create something amazing with that potency. And if you're not willing to move that potency, that energy of your potency, in a way that is creating amazing, then it's a good possibility it will create a mess. Not because you're doing something wrong. It's not like you're going to fail a test if you don't use your potency, your potency to create something awesome. We don't learn. That's what. This is the point we were making in the first segment. We don't really learn how to use our potency in the most productive ways, in the most generative ways, in the most functional ways. We kind of learn how to throw it all over the place because that's typically what is exampled for us. It's hit or miss, right? Now, that is the way to do that if the way to, let me, it's a little bit spinning. You can certainly use your potency and it will show up in a little more of a crazy way if you are not bringing your consciousness or connecting with the consciousness of you and bringing that to your experiencing of your life or the creating of your life. That is one way to do it. That way is typically going to create more of a mess because it is hit or miss. So what if you could be more willing? What if you were willing to be more present with what you're choosing? Now, when you're in the middle of the mess, Let's, let's circle into that loving you part. It's easy to love ourselves when we're doing things right. <laughs> and did you get how full of judgment that statement was? <laughs> and that's typically a way we set ourselves up to go insane. Okay, so firstly, what if your mess is not showing you that you're doing something wrong? Maybe your mess is showing up to show you where you got sidetracked. And maybe that's just information to support you to know, oh, this isn't where I wanted to go. Okay. Now, yes, if the mess is showing up in the form of you're facing, you know, possible eviction from your home or bankruptcy or no vehicle to get to work or get to your appointments, right, or or uh, for some people that's, you know, no health care for your children, no insurance for your kids, that whatever that is, those things in and of themselves do not have to be 
reasons that you're wrong. Those things can be byproducts of some the, the creation that's in motion or that has been in motion. If you can allow yourself to simply observe those things, just take note, like I was saying earlier, just take note. Don't make them big and huge and, um, what's that word? You don't have to make every single item of the mess its own entity that you must deal with, okay? So, how do we do that? How do we do the loving us part? So first we talked about get out of resistance. So anywhere, even if you don't have the words, you can just ask, okay, am, am I in resistance here? And if you get a sense that there's a yes anywhere in your universe, you don't have to then go, what am I resisting? <laughs> and that's a popular habit. What am I resisting? Oh my gosh, I'm in resistance. What am I resisting? And we start looking for that. Not, not required, my friends. You don't have to know what you're in resistance of or to. Simply, you get an awareness you are in resistance. Oh, I'm resisting something somewhere. All right, whatever that is, anywhere that I'm really lining up with resistance, I'm choosing to change it now. <clears throat> now, again, this is not about you cognitively getting what that is, because it'll come. You'll get awarenesses down the road. The the golden piece here is when you're willing to simply follow the energy, you will change things dynamically. So am I in resistance? If you get an awareness that there's a yes, even a teeny tiny one, okay, whatever that is, whatever I'm resisting, I'm changing it. What is the energy required for me to have ease with this? And you ask the universe to flow that energy to you. Okay? Then, look around. Notice what you notice. Notice where the charge is. Huh. Okay, I did that. Am I using this to, to hate me? Am I using this as a reason to punish myself? Do I have a charge on this? Do I have a resistance to this? Anywhere you get a yes, all right, whatever that is, I'm changing it right now. You don't have to know how. You don't have to have a name to change. You just have to be willing to let the energy shift. Now, this can happen super fast. So you don't have to get cognitive with it because that's going to slow it down. Okay, and I've said that before. I'm going to say it again. When you try to get cognitive, you slow it down. Don't ask the energy to slow down just so you can understand it. Just ride it because that is part of kindness to you. That is part of you choosing to be loving you. So the loving, what is the loving? The loving is the letting yourself be where you are and choosing to allow yourself to experience it and be empowered by it 
and let it help you move forward. Not at the resistance of, not as a form of resistance to what is showing up, but with what is showing up. And again, this is not something we're really taught. This may actually turn into another topic because the loving you piece really seems bigger than what I was originally tapping into. So so I think we may continue that because there's more information downloading, but we have... Uh, we've got a couple minutes left in the show and it's not really appropriate to, to kind of open that door when we can't really dive in even more. So so come back for this next week's conversation. It's, um, it's creating itself as we play here. Um, we are going to talk about what is loving you. Um, and we'll tie into loving you in the middle of your mess as well as... <laughs> any other place you find yourself, any other place you land, right? So for this week, I invite you to play with allowing yourselves to be where you are, allowing whatever resistance you have, allow yourself to just breathe and choose change. Doesn't matter how much or how little. In fact, that doesn't even have to exist because there's no linearity to this, all right? If you perceive, if you feel like even one tiny little molecule, even one little electron, even one little ion has shifted, go with that. Acknowledge that, okay? Experiment with this. Please, these are the things that will bring change for you with so much more ease, so much more capability, and so much more um, productivity, all right? So come back next week. We're going to talk more about loving you. (laughs) What the heck is that (laughs) to begin with? Thank you for playing with me today. Thank you for all that you are choosing to be willing to play with. And may you be having the joy of lining up with your essence and living it every day this week. We'll talk to you next. Thank you, my friends. Thank you for listening to Aligning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with your essence.